Hi there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Danny, Danny Hill. Um, I'm also known as the monk on a motorbike. I'm from England, originally from a small village in Oxfordshire, but I've spent many years in London. I've also lived in Australia and New Zealand. I spent some time, a couple of years in Kenya, where I was running natural health clinics and slum areas. And I did the same in Nepal for a while. Spent quite a bit of time in Asia. Uh, more recently, in particular in Asia, um, I got very involved in Vipassana meditation for those who are interested, uh, in particular with Goenkaji and then later uh, doing long, silent, intensive retreats in the Mahasi tradition. And somewhere along the line, I ordained briefly as a Theravadan Buddhist monk. Um, in London, I do a few things. I'm registered nurse. I work part-time in the community. We, I also help out in a business where we take people around on motorbikes uh, called Limo Bike. It's like a taxi service. Um, and more recently, I've started teaching mindfulness and coaching. And one of my mindfulness students gave me the name The Monk on a Motorbike. It's a name that I really liked, and it's stuck since then. And I've now called my podcast by the same name. So. So my podcast is uh, my podcast really about spiritual stuff. It's about community. It's about sharing. Um, by spiritual stuff, I mean any practice that proactively leads to greater happiness for well, both the practitioner and hopefully for the world at large. So that might be mindfulness. It might be Advaita or NLP or visualization or chanting or so on. I'm particularly interested to hear how this stuff shows up in people's lives, how it affects them day to day, what are the difficulties they encounter, what are the joys. And my first group of guests have all told how they overcame mental and emotional health problems using mindfulness and sometimes CBT and other practices like chanting. It's been quite striking how little time and effort it's taken them to turn their lives around and go on to flourish. And my hope is that these podcasts will encourage others to seek out something that will help to empower them and to move from overwhelm or victimhood, if you like, and go on to flourish. Or if people are already in a good place and they'll realise things can get even better. What's not to like about that? Later, I'm going to be expanding this theme to see how people are using practices in the world of sports and business, business leaders, and even how it is for those running spiritual businesses like meditation teachers, coaches and yoga teachers, and how they're managing to integrate these seemingly opposing worlds of spirituality and business. What I hope this will do, I hope it'll be an encouragement. Yeah, I hope it'll be an encouragement for people who are unsure about these practices. As a mindfulness teacher, I often hear comments like, oh, my mind wanders, I couldn't do mindfulness, I couldn't do meditation, or I don't have good concentration, I couldn't do all that kind of thing. Um, and actually, there's none of this is true. It's very, very simple. It's very easy, and it's a deeply transformative. And I've, I know this from my own experience. So, I'm just really keen to, well, you might say, spread the light, spread the love, 
and teachings one way, but you can meet, you can reach many people like that. But podcasts, you can really reach out and you can touch many, many lives. So yeah, that's my goal. Spread the love. I hope you'll all join me. So partly why I'm doing this podcast is not just for this encouragement, but I guess what started me off about it was that I've listened over the years, I've devoured books on spirituality, Buddhism, meditation. I've listened to all the talks from the high level teachers and they've all been amazing. I mean, really amazing. We have so many resources, including London Real, Conscious TV, Buddha at the Gas Pump, all the various podcasts. And they're, they're really, really good. But one thing I really wanted to hear and you don't hear too often is actually, as I mentioned earlier, how do these practices affect people's lives? If you're enlightened, how's your day look? If you're an everyday practitioner, how does your day look? What does it look like? How does it affect you moment to moment? What are the difficulties? What are the joys? What do you come up against? And I got more and more interested in that. So I thought, well, I'll set out and just start interviewing people about these subjects myself. And so far, it's been um, well, really interesting, very inspiring as well. And it's aimed really at anybody who would like to like to be happier, whether you're suffering from anxiety and depression, whether you're in a bad place and you want to go to a better place, whether you're in a good place and you just realize that life can just be better and it can be more wholesome. But it's really about realizing that it's not just about it manipulating our external environment. That's very important. It's very important to get our external environment right. But ultimately, happiness comes from within. Peace comes from within. And when we get on board with that, our external environment seems so much better. Our whole world seems so much better. Our relationships improve with everybody. And we get into a virtuous circle of, of happiness. Kind of lost my thread with that. So yes, for anybody who wants to improve their internal, their internal and external world, and is interested in these practices, <laughs> that's the short version. My biggest challenge in this podcast topic, and how did I overcome it? Probably the biggest challenge was my procrastination. I've been thinking about doing this for a long time, and then for ages I put it off because. I think it was, I couldn't, I didn't know what equipment to buy and I didn't really research it because I knew once I researched it, I'd have to do something about it. And then it was about the guess and then it was whatever excuse it was. And then I just decided to start doing it with my phone. And then I saw the course that London Real was running and I thought, great, this is what I need, something that's really going to get me up and running. Um, and it has been brilliant. I've really started doing it. So, yeah, my biggest challenge has been my own procrastination. And I guess procrastination is partly, uh, largely about confidence, confidence in what you're doing. So it's really nice to have a community. Um, it's really nice to have people pushing you. It's really nice to feel that there's a bunch of us out there doing that. Um, what did I learn from this challenge? Yeah, exactly that, that it's great to have community. And that also this... 
you just do it when you start doing it it's it's so easy doing the video journals the the vlogs so that i i really had a lot of resistance to that at first and then you just do it and it's not that difficult and you see yourself in video it's it's not great but it's fine not as bad as you think um my ambitions for my podcast in the next year I'd like people to tune in. I know it sounds obvious, but I'd just like to get a good number of listeners and I hope those, what they hear, I hope it touch their, touches their lives and I hope their lives are the better for hearing the content of the podcast, the stories the guests have to tell. Um, I hope they're inspired. I hope they're encouraged. And in turn, I hope that will improve the world. We live in dark times. We need as much light as we can. In terms of podcast specifics, I hope it gets big enough that I can get some big name guests on, that they'll come on and they'll increase the numbers. With increased numbers, we can touch more lives. We can can change the world. No small ambition. (laughs) I hope everybody will tune in and I hope that's okay. Many thanks for listening.